Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And these conversations have been incredibly insightful, inspiring, illuminating, informative. We hit our 200th episode mark um, several weeks ago, and I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity and have the opportunity to have these dynamic conversations with these powerful souls. And my conversation today I am on cloud 29, like not nine, cloud 29. My guest today is known for her innate ability to encourage, empower, and educate for professional, spiritual, physical, and overall life balance. Sounds like soul wealth, doesn't it? With her expertise in administration, professionally, she has served as the operations coordinator for the presidential daily briefing Office of the CIA in McLean, Virginia. Traveling internationally, she's facilitated over a quarter of a million dollars of expenses coordinated with offices inclusive of the State Department and White House and administratively supported an array of high-ranking officials. My guest was also selected to coordinate the government training and oversaw hiring initiatives to add to her diversity She serves in the Pastoral Ministry and Social Concerns Office of the Catholic Archdiocese of Washington, providing pastoral and archdiocese-wide social support as the administrator for three senior-level directors, multiple offices, and over 139 parishes. She has recently launched the Admin Tip, providing administrative consulting tips and foundation markers to administrators. She has supported the nonprofit development and day-to-day operations of multiple ministries throughout the years. She is a licensed, ordained, and educated empowerment speaker, teacher, and igniter. Listen, I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but this is a woman of fire and prayer who has challenged and influenced the lives of thousands nationally over the years. In addition to being the CEO of Venable Enterprises, my guest is the founder of multiple women's organizations to include the national membership-based Fierce Ladies Achieving Ministry and Entrepreneurial Success, Flames, the Community Support and Fellowship Initiative of Girl Get Up, and the Lydia Luncheon, which is her most current initiative that seeks to reach across the intersections of corporate, business, nonprofit, and ministry toward empowerment, establishment, and exchange among the balanced and developed woman. As a mentor and coach, she has trained and advised hundreds of entrepreneurs in the branding, building, and development of their businesses and visions. Her connections, 
position her to provide invaluable networks and resources to all she is connected to, which is exhibited through her passion for the success and development of women. Through transparency and training, she lives out the balance of the corporate woman who is successfully active in motherhood, ministry, entrepreneurship, self-care, and more. She is also the founder of She Brands and the pastor of the Firehouse. Listen, I, I feel like I am introducing my twin here. I think our paths are converging in a divinely timed moment. And I'm so grateful and excited to have here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show. She's my sister, I know, my colleague, my friend. We stand shoulder to shoulder in ministry and in marketplace. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, Victoria Venable, and my namesake. I mean, come on. (laughs) This is a God moment. I'm just, I am fangirling here for like five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Victoria, welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I'm so honored, Dr. Vicky. So honored. <laughs> Listen, what was your experience listening to me read your bio and just clips of your accomplishments? What was that experience like for you? Wow. Uh, I Hearing my bio always kind of makes me just look around and, and think to myself, are you doing all of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm grateful when I hear it because it's it's so many other different directions I could have gone in. And it just makes me want to live up to it. Wow. You know, I take the time to read the bios of my guests because you have taken the time to invest in and become this person. And frequently, when we are multi-passionate, when we are multi-directional in who we are and what we do, we're so caught up and focused in what we need to get done that Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of time or take a lot of time to really sit in the accomplishment and the beauty of it all. So here at the top of our conversation, I just want to celebrate you and highlight you and magnify all that you are and all that God is in you, through you, as you, and the the multiple, multiple thousands of women that you have touched. I'm telling you, I've been on your prayer lives and... I felt like I was in California and the earth was shaking many, many times um, just at the anointing on your life. So just a moment to say thank you, Victoria, for being who you are and showing up the way that you do in the world. You're a blessing. And I celebrate you, sister. I really do. Thank you so much. Receive that in this moment. Uh, who are you at your core? Like when you take away all of these accomplishments and all of your leadership roles, et cetera, who, who is Victoria? A girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've often told people or I tell people, sometimes my greatest desire is just to be a girl. Mm-hmm. Just, just to be here and not have the weight of the world on your shoulders, not have anything that you're pushing towards, not trying to be the strongest, not trying to be the most prolific, not trying to 
to have all the answers, but to be that girl that my mother held in her arms or patted on her knee in that moment of peace. I think I had my greatest peace originally when I was just a little girl. And honestly, that's, that's who I, that's what I always want to embody. I want to embody that person who was not torn in 50 million directions but just had the peace of being able to rest in all that God had created. So, so without all of that, and I think the next part is a mom, uh-huh. <laughs> which is, I think, the thing that God allowed to happen to me to save my life. It's the reason why I push. It's the reason why I drive. It's the reason why I found balance. It's the reason why I know that I have to settle down and, and have moments of peace to just be there for her so that she's not missing anything that I felt like I was missing. So I think the girl and then the girl's mom. (laughs) Love that. Where do you glean your inspiration or who inspires you or who and what inspires you? There are several different directions that I'll have to go in. I believe my greatest inspiration was that of my mom who has passed already, but she was the epitome of strength. Mm-hmm. And and grace. She battled uh, greatly physically and was in and out of hospitals my entire life. I remember spending most of my high school years sitting by her bedside in hospitals. And my my counselors were so awesome. Matter of fact, my counselor's name was Desiree Dent, and she would literally get my work from my teacher so I could pick it up before school and drop it back off after school. But I watched my mom still pastor and still love and still take care of us and still build regardless of those moments that she was sitting in those hospitals and and, and do all of that and never complain. Mm-hmm. Never complain. She, she never got to a place where it was a big name or a big platform, but that was never her desire. She just wanted to impact. She just wanted to change lives. And then when she had her homegoing service, the church that they selected was huge. And I was like, well, why would you select such a huge church? And and Dr. Vicky, when I tell you, it was standing room only. And people were in the the high places of the building, just standing. And it let me know that it's not about who recognizes you publicly, but the lives that you change privately. Right. And at the end, it shows. She was never in a magazine or on a TV show or on a TV screen. Or, or anything, but the people showed up as if she had one of the greatest names. So I, I would have to say, that's my greatest inspiration. I want to have that. When I leave this place, I want people's lives to be, to have been impacted so greatly that when they speak about me, they'll say, I never spoke to her. She probably doesn't even know, but hmm. this is what happened. That is so awesome when it, that it is your driver really to just pour out your life Right. As scripture says, as a drink offering and whosoever will just come in Mm -hmm. and and be nourished. Right. Be refreshed. And I am a witness. I've been observing you for years and just always knew that. At the God moment time that, you know, we would connect and here we are having this conversation. So I love that even in what others probably perceived as a hard place that mm-hmm. your mom was able to inspire others and, and you are now able to be inspired 
by how she went through what she went through. And I think that's a really beautiful and powerful thing. And you have such a diverse background. And I love that because you're impacting people in marketplace spaces and in ministry spaces. And you're a trailblazer in that way because for so long we had to choose either or. Yes. And that really is what attracted me to you. I was like, she is, (laughs) she is doing it. Well, share one of your greatest lessons that after you learned it, it caused you to pivot. Um, I think one of the things you just said, doing the multiple things that I do, I figured out that I don't have to choose. I, I, I don't have to choose whether I want to raise my family or work in the marketplace or work in ministry, or I I don't have to choose. I can do all of it. I have the capacity to do all of it. Once I figured out how to balance and include that self-care, Dr. Vicki, I mean, it's, it makes me feel great at the end of the day. I promise you, I'm going to cloud nine all the time. I have to try to calm myself down, but it, it makes me feel great at the end of the day to know that I can be effective in multiple different areas. And there are no limitations. There are no boxes in my life. I don't live in boxes. Whatever drops in my spirit, whatever I desire to do, that's what I'm going to do. I have a saying that I say to my mentees and I say, everything attached to me wins. Whatever I put my hand on is going to work. Where did you get that resolve from? The drive that after every time that I failed, because I failed multiple times, Mm. it's only a failure if I don't get back up. So I would get up so upset with myself for it not working that I would mandate myself. Oh no, you don't get to bow out of this. You have to get back up. You have to do it again. And you do it again and you do it again and you do it again. And eventually it's going to work. It's going to win. It's going to happen. That's where I stand. And, and part of it, if I can be honest, is not really deep or spiritual. I have an attitude problem. I have an attitude. <laughs> I do. I promise you I have an attitude problem. I do not do well with not with it not working. I don't. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, that is so good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, no, it has to work. That is so good. That is good and that is funny and powerful at the same time. How powerful is that? What was your childhood like? What can you connect to in your childhood that, was a seed, if you will, or a flame that is now this fire that you walk in and walk with. Because it's powerful. I, let me just presence that here. It's powerful to observe. I would have to say the core of it is, is pain. Mm. I was always raised to use my pain as fuel. So seeing my mother struggle the way she did, and then uh, watching my parents go through a divorce, but see how even in the midst of that ripping away that happened with them, how they both persevered and, and continued on in their, in their various things. I lost my brother. I was the first one to see him when he had died in our home. It was so much. And then I had my daughter when I was 15 and just trucking through those different things in life and realizing that I can't stop because mm-hmm. when, whenever I stopped, I will feel broken. 
and I would kind of rest and, and, and become immobile. And so some of it is just, you, as my mother would say, preach through the pain, pray uh-huh. through the pain, push through the pain, use it, like, like kick your foot up against it and just keep going. And, and I think that that was it, just seeing the different things that took place in my life where I felt like there was a point in my life, if, if I can pinpoint that, when, when my brother passed away, I was six, he was 12. And so being so young, I thought that by the time I turned 12, I was going to die too, because I thought that that's just what happened. So my parents had trouble getting me to want to celebrate because I always had in my mind that this was going to happen. And then once I passed the age of 12, and then my, my mother had passed away, my grandmother had passed away, and I felt like anybody that got close to me was just going to die. Uh-huh. And so it was just all of this death and this mental thing. And, and, and each time I would get past one of those milestones, I would look to God and be like, okay, so, I, so, so it's, I'm not supposed to die? It's, you want me to live? Why am I the one still here? And because of that, every day I get up and say, it must be you. You still want me to be here. So let's make something happen. (laughs) Let's make something happen. That's really powerful how you've been able to take what was at one time a fear of dying Mm -hmm. and use that as fuel Mm -hmm. and live boldly. That is powerful. Is there another moment that after it happened, it changed you forever? Like you talked about finding your brother when you were six and he was 12 and mm-hmm. you know, your mother passing away. Is there another moment that you can share with a woman who is listening that after it happened, I mean, even having your daughter at 15, listen, this is why, this is why you are thunder. Okay. This is why you are so <laughs> powerful and in, in everything that you do and how you show up. Is there another moment that you can share that after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same? Ooh, I guess most recently, one of the moments that I don't even think I've publicly, publicly shared, people are still trying to figure out what's what, but I would probably have to say after my divorce, I was like, wow, you know, I and nothing negative to say against him. But uh-huh. most importantly, a lot of times you wrap your life into one lane. Right. And you don't move out of that lane because it's you're afraid, if, if I could use that word, you're afraid of losing momentum and what people will say and how things will come out and what, what direction you'll go in, if you'll be able to keep going. And coming out of that, I battled so much privately because I didn't want people to see that weakness. I didn't want people to see that breaking. And I, I battled it so much privately that most people didn't even know and probably still don't unless they're listening to this, that I had gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. And, um, but in that process, I started to see that I could still live after that. Yes. And that there was so much that was in me before I even got married that was still operable and, and, and could still flourish on its own. And so God immediately started opening all of these doors. And what I had to do, Dr. Vicky, was I had to accept my own forgiveness. Wow. I, a lot of times when we go through traumatic experiences and we go through things that change the direction of our lives, um, 
the reason why we don't progress and the reason why we never get back to the place that we desire to be is really because it we haven't accepted that God has forgiven us. And we don't forgive ourselves. So we sit hidden, quiet, and just like, well, I'll just settle right here. No, God has forgiven me. So it, it really doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks or what anybody says. What are we doing next, God? Like, what's next? And as soon as I crossed over into that, God just started doing all of these phenomenal things. And I would not say no. Every opportunity, Dr. Vicky, I promise you, if I didn't know or have the experience for it, I figured it out before the day that opportunity mm-hmm. came. That's really powerful that your yes fueled your forward movement, right? Instead of just commiserating or lamenting about Mm-mm. what you or what many people deem a mistake or a bad choice, you know, we right. can get lost in that narrative and it can paralyze us so that we don't move, that we just stay stuck and we procrastinate and we doubt and we fear and we have anxiety and we create yes. anxiety where there is none. But I think yes. it is so powerful how you just shared that it was in your yes and you're saying yes to whatever opportunities came that mm-hmm. just pulled you forward. Even if you didn't want to go, it's almost like if we were in yes. front of each other or someone just grabs you by the shirt, you know, collars you yes. and like, get out of here, you know, like, come on with me, you're coming. <laughs> Right. Yes. That's kind of what I visualize when you're saying that. Um, and that is just so awesome. Now, I want to talk about She Brands for a moment. What is that? How did you get to that in the midst of everything that you have going on? Ministry, marketplace, corporate America. Share about She Brands and what you're doing with, with that business. Actually, She Brands, we shifted the outward facing name of that, the overall thing is Venable Enterprises. And um, actually how it happened was at one point in my life, I lost my job mm-hmm. and I had to find a way for some type of finances to come in. And so I started out just creating flyers for people in my little word perfect <laughs> program on my computer years ago. And it, it was so significant because those flyers, I probably was charging maybe $15, $20 for them, Dr. Vicky. It wasn't, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, nothing extravagant, but I needed food. I, I needed to put food on the table. I, of course, I had my daughter by then. And then I started to notice that I had a passion for it. So I started to invest in myself. Once I started working again, I started using the money for from my, my job to pay for the things that I needed for my business. And I started to invest and years and years and years went by pulling us forward. And all of a sudden, I was consulting on marketing after I got a few licenses and certifications, um, started to do some business coaching, which is services that we offer. Now we run marketing campaigns for businesses and other entrepreneurs. Most recently, we've added in Uh, producing merchandise for business owners and events. And we've had some of the commissioners to come to us for for their events. Of course, many of the churches we've shipped nationally. It's it's been crazy. It wasn't something (laughs) that I dreamed of. It was something, oh my goodness. I didn't dream of it. It was in my devastation. (laughs) Wow. That that it evolved and God showed me that you went through that so that we could birth this. Because I probably never would have made a flyer if, if I didn't wow. need groceries. Wow. And, and so now we're, we're great. 
we do classes, sessions, all kind of things under under she brands. And we got to the point where she brands, if if I desired to, I could go full-time entrepreneurship. I just, I don't have to. <laughs> I love it because there are no boxes <laughs> or limitations. Right. You can do it all. Why not? Yes. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and you pastor a church and yes. you're a leader in your organization and your, your yes. ministry, you know, organization. And it is, it is just, I tell you, I love it. I love it. I love and appreciate and honor and respect you. I know you're the women's coordinator, you know, for the yes. Temple of Praise Fellowship of Churches under mm-hmm. the dynamic leadership of yes. um, legendary yes. leader here in the Washington, D.C. area, Bishop Glenn A. Staples. And yes. I certainly want to present him in this conversation because he, he to me, is such a grassroots yes transformationist is the word I want to use for him to be so committed to being the lighthouse that he is in the city in the neighborhoods and the wards where he is and the people who he's touched to be able to serve under him really just speaks to who you are because that makes you a branch on the tree of his impact so kudos to you Victoria Venable Victoria Venable of Venable Enterprises (laughs) Yes. Uh, multiple organizations, multiple businesses, ministry. I tell you, I feel like we are half of the same flame. Wow. In many, many ways. And I'm just so honored that you've been able to take a moment to share with those of us um, who are part of the Soul Wealth family. And thank you for helping me flood the earth with soul wealth. That's what I'm doing. I Thank you for blazing the trail. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's such an honor to be connected with you and to stand shoulder to shoulder. What are you grateful for as we wind down here? I'm, I'm grateful for, honestly, women such as yourself. I think so often we, when, when we do kind of elevate or we get those opportunities and life kind of seems like it's, it's going in the right lane, we, we don't reach back like we should and appreciate those who did it before us and blazed those trails so we wouldn't have to tread through as much as we would have ordinarily. So I'm, I'm grateful for those who took hits before I had to get to that place and uh-huh. those who plowed the ground, not even knowing who would be coming behind them and those who serve with me and who will come behind me. It's, it's just an honor to be able to step into those footsteps of such great women. And again, a lot of these great women who've gone before me, nobody will ever know their name. Nobody may ever see their faces, but to know that the, the appreciation is there, thank you for being one of those women. Because like, like you said, you was looking um, at my videos. I've been watching Dr. Vicky for years, <laughs> for years, like I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> so I'm it. grateful for that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, and I celebrate you again today. How can our listeners connect with you? Where do you want to direct them? Either to your website, your social media. How can they connect with you? So our website is is simply shebrands.org. Shebrands.org. My social media 
Instagram is at I found Victoria because that's exactly what I did. I found Victoria. Those are probably the best places. And of course, Facebook is Victoria Venable. If you type it in, if you type in Lady of Fire, sometimes I'll pop up too. So I wonder why. Goodness, thank you all. Thank you all for listening here to the Soul Wealth Radio Show on dcradio.gov and 96.3 HD4. Again, that is shebrands.org. I found Victoria on Instagram and Victoria Venable on Facebook. You can also visit my website, vickyjohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky. Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, All Things Vicky Johnson. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with purpose, live with intention. Know that there are no limits. There are no boxes. Thank you, Victoria Venable. Thank you for that. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.